excited about our last segment as usual. I'm going to turn it over to Mark to introduce our guests. And we have a well-known organization here in East Tennessee uh, joining us today. And Sarah Burton and Lewis Burton, they have joined us and they're representing East Tennessee Kidney Foundation. And we want to thank you all for joining our program today. Well, thank you for having us. And so, Sarah, tell me a little bit about uh, how you got involved in East Tennessee Kidney Foundation and a little bit about the uh, foundation. Well, I've been in Knoxville for about seven years now. And um, when I got here, I met Lewis Burton. And uh, that's a whole other story for another segment. But, <laughs> but we met and on our first date, I actually found out that he was a transplant patient. And he had had a transplant, a kidney transplant in 2001. And Lewis and I eventually got married a, a year later. And so I became involved with the National Kidney Foundation in order just to find out more about renal disease and what it meant that my husband had a transplant. And the National Kidney Foundation actually closed their doors here a couple years ago. And with the closing of those doors, they took a lot of funding. And low-income dialysis patients were left with no transportation to and from this very important, um, their dialysis treatment. So several of us that had worked with the National Kidney Foundation got together and established the East Tennessee Kidney Foundation. So we've been a nonprofit now for two years and I took over as board president about a year ago. So our primary mission right now is to help provide transportation. Well, you must be pretty good at marketing because it's been all over the place. I've seen the East Tennessee Foundation, Kidney Foundation. So what is the secret to that? Because you seem to, if you, two years that you've been doing this. Yes, two years. So we are uh, considered a young organization, but uh, my background is in marketing. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I work for WATE, so um, ah. I have, I have, thank you for letting me plug that. Um, but I, I am a sales manager at WATE, and we've had their support, as, long as, a, uh, as well as a lot of other media in town that have really embraced us to help us grow our mission. Yeah, because it's really a community type of vomit Absolutely. Thing. We need as many volunteers and in-kind donations as we can get since we are such a young organization. We've assisted over 200 low-income dialysis patients in the last year. That's fantastic. Let me ask Lewis a question real fast. Um, Lewis, what is, uh, what is the East Tennessee Foundation meant to you? How Your involvement and things that you've seen and what you've seen other patients react to? Well, the East Tennessee Kidney Foundation is providing uh, life-saving services. So the meaning in that is self-evident. Uh, these patients sometimes have to make choices between paying the bills, uh, getting to dialysis, or buying medication so when they get outside help to uh, supply their essential needs I mean this is this is basic stuff dialysis keeps people alive and if they can't get to the treatment then they get sick and in some cases you know that could be the end if they don't make it to dialysis yeah I tell you what I think of the times in my life that we've had people in our family that have struggled with with uh, different issues and you know it, it breaks my heart to think that somebody would have to choose between dialysis and actually eating I mean that is not something that needs to happen in America and what you guys are doing is is helping to bridge that gap which is just an enormously beneficial service and for us out there that are listening folks you know if you're getting involved in things you know this is a prime example of something that you could contribute to and you could be a part of and it's just really something that I think could could help us all really um, but I'd love to hear uh, from you guys uh, about this event that you have coming up because that's kind of the action step that well, we can the take. Donations 
donation side of it's this. It's the donation it side of it. Funding. And do you have volunteer options, or is that something? How does that all work? Absolutely. Um, coming up on September first, it is Labor Day weekend. We are hosting a six k fun run and two k walk in beautiful downtown Knoxville. We need volunteers to help with distributing water and registration and things like that. And you can go online and register. You can run or walk. Lewis has a team, Team Lou. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to register to be a part of this, it's through the Knoxville Track Club. You can go to etkidney.org, and it's only $26 to register. And to put that in perspective, $26 can actually provide a patient in Knox County with transportation for an entire month. Mm -hmm. So your registration fee, 100% of that registration fee, will go towards a patient to get them to their dialysis treatment. And that's one night out at Cheddar's that you could not go <laughs> exactly. to and provide this or for the... you know, three cups of coffee, depending <laughs> on where you get. That's true. That's true. <laughs> exactly. Cheddar's, that might get you a week's worth of food, right. actually. But, okay, so the other thing is the Facebook giving campaign that is not necessarily the same, but it is another raising money campaign as well, right? Absolutely. It's another, it's an easy way for you to um, log in through your Facebook account and to donate. Um, mm -hmm. We do everything through PayPal. We make it very easy. If you want to donate or volunteer, here, you can contact us. Um, we also do executive luncheons, a working lunch series mm -hmm. every quarter. We have another one coming up in October where we'll be focusing on health. Mm -hmm. And that's another way for you to donate, get a great meal at Cherokee Country Club, mm -hmm. and come out and support the foundation as well. Um, I'd like to maybe step back a moment and, and ask you a question because um, I'm a big fan of, uh, it, it's the it's the programs, the reality TV programs. Mm -hmm. And they talk about, oh, well, kidneys become available. And so they're doing the transplant and all that. And, and, and you had a transplant, correct, Lewis? So... Um, when that happens, the insurance may or may not pay for all of what goes into that. I mean, it depends on your insurance. It depends on many different things. Will Will your all's organization help to facilitate that whole transaction? I mean, that's pretty deep into it. I understand. But talk about that. Well, I can talk about it from a personal standpoint as well as from the foundation. From the foundation standpoint, we will definitely assist you with getting you in touch with the right people. Mm. From a personal standpoint, Lewis and I are actually in the middle of that right now. Mm. Um, Lewis, his kidney function has dropped about 30%, and he is at that juncture where he needs a living donor. Mm. Unfortunately, we are at an insurance standstill, mm. and um, we have been told from our insurance company that they don't recognize UT Medical Center as a designated transplant center, mm. which is funny since Lewis got his transplant there in 2001. So we've come this far only to be denied and told that we may have to go to Vanderbilt or Duke instead, instead of staying right here in our community right. where our support system is, mm. where I have a, a job and a career that's paying for that insurance. We have two mm -hmm. children in school right. and we may have to actually leave our community because the insurance well, has said no. When it becomes available, I mean, you have to get to the hospital right away. Right. And I mean, having to go to another city, relocate your lives for however many days seems unacceptable, if at the very least, um, very inconvenient. So where where do you go? People out there listening that may have this exact same thing happening in their lives, because um, it's a very common occurrence. I mean, you know, kidney transplants, although are not common practice, they happen frequently. Right. So I'm sure that other people are dealing with this exact same thing. What might they should do? Do you guys assist... Um, in insurance battling or whatever, because that's a that's a big deal. We do not do that, but we can put you in touch with the resources that can help because it is a very personal thing, mm -hmm. and you have to go through your doctors. And if you're already on dialysis, then you would go through your social worker, mm -hmm. and they can help facilitate that. Is this something where um, 
a pressure, a public pressure could be applied in some way to open or maybe shine a light on these, what maybe from the outside looking in appear to be greedy insurance companies. I'm not saying yours is that way, but it just seems to me that, that there's some rule in the manual that the, the claim specialist is saying, nope, doesn't, you know, doesn't meet these criteria, right. but it could just be easily changed. Well, Kevin, the steps that we've gone through at this point, we've appealed through the doctors mm -hmm. and um, UT Medical Center's accounting department mm -hmm. is appealing as well. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it's not just a matter of paying for the kidney itself. You have to pay for people being tested and being what they call worked up mm -hmm. to see if they're even a match. Right. And the next step for us is for us to get down on our knees and, and beg. Right. And if that doesn't work, then yes, I will use public outcry if Absolutely. I have to because my only goal in this is to save my husband's life. Yeah, I mean, you're not doing this for selfish, re I guess, selfish reasons to, to for your husband's health, right. but it's not as if you're it's trying our family. to... Exactly. So, I mean, and, and I like the also, here's the other thing, Mark, that these type of organizations, we've had the autism, mm -hmm. we've had many different ones, Lou Gehrig's, is that that these type of issues on the on in the public when you're out here on the radio you know you can talk very openly about it but privately it's got to be very difficult because you know this is the health of your husband so this is something where this organization having that united front and having people that you can talk to and discuss this with and you know be able to you know partner with them and and because it always feels good when other people are sharing some similar experiences. Well, we have a very robust board of directors and all of us are very passionate about what we're doing because we have personal stories and I have several doctors on my board, but also I have several patients. I have actual donors on my board and I have recipients mm. on my board. So for me personally, to be able to reach out to them and ask where they received their transplant, what was the process? Did you have insurance hangups? You know, uh, what was your dialysis treatment like? I've been able to educate myself so that I can mm. provide the assistance that, that Lewis needs. Because yeah. Lewis, he looks good today, but mm -hmm. he doesn't always feel good. Right. And he takes a lot of medication, you know, mm. to take care of the kidney itself, but also to treat things like high potassium mm -hmm. and high blood pressure and, you know, a lot of things that go on behind closed doors right. that we have to take care of. Mm -hmm. And having a group like this in place to be able to reach out and provide information because knowledge is everything knowledge is key mm -hmm. and it's it definitely helps me provide the best care that i can yeah and the other thing too with you know people that are out there in the public i mean and i don't know you know blood we give blood we do medic drives and things like that i mean not everybody can give a kidney um but i mean if you are led and you feel led to look into whether you're a possible match or or, or can give how would they go about doing that if people are out there, we have three minutes left, but let's take a minute to talk about this. If you're out there listening and, and this story touches you or, or you know of somebody who may have the need for a kidney transplant and you want to see if you are a match, how, how would they go about doing that? There are several different ways, of course, um, on your driver's license. You can register to be, um, to be a donor. Also through Facebook, there was a Facebook initiative several months ago that came out that you could actually use your Facebook page to register as a donor. Um, and feel free to contact us. You can contact the Easton Kidney Foundation and we can put you in contact with UT Medical Center or somewhere else if you're interested in being a living donor because it's, right. it's twofold. There's a living donor right. or a deceased donor. Lewis originally received um, a transplant from a deceased donor and this time for a second one we are searching for a living donor. Okay and so the li the living donor side of that you know because you got a, you got more than one mm -hmm. right? You so have two. It's mm -hmm. okay you can give and, 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 and the doctors would talk to you about all of the right. conse potential consequences and so forth. Absolutely and um, 
if you are a healthy person, then, mm-hmm. and, and they will discuss all of that with you. They'll discuss, um, you know, mentally if you're prepared for it. And if you're healthy, your mm-hmm. recovery time is very minimum. Yeah. It, it can be as little as two weeks. Well, we want to thank Sarah and Lewis for coming in. Thank you, Mark, for bringing them in because it's just been very eye-opening for me. Um, we really, really appreciate that because, you know, when these when these transplants happen and when, when you see on, I mean, it is on like Boston Medical or whatever that show is, New York Medical, it's amazing. It's a miracle that, that it can bring somebody else health from the living or even the, the other donor, the, the person who has died. It really is heartwarming. And what you guys are doing is heartwarming. And we want to thank you for what you do and, and for continued success because I know I know it has to be frustrating. And for those of you that are out there listening, you know, Mark, you know, there's a lot of people that may, you know, know they have kidney issues and all of that, but they don't know where to go for support. No, and but uh, September 1st is the phone work fun run so mm-hmm. that's what they need to get involved with it's a good place there. to start yeah and the website again is what is the website again etkidney.org etkidney.org well uh, sarah and lewis thank you guys for coming in we appreciate it and uh, hopefully we'll see you back again all right thank you and thank we want to thank yeah absolutely we want to thank our guests today and uh you guys have uh, always supported these uh causes so we want you to continue to do that if you can go to the housinghour.com for past shows and also to listen to live shows and we want to thank everyone and we'll see you back here next week right here on the housing hour wnox